Go Deep. Welcome back to GDP Go Deep, the podcast. You can find us on most forms of social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can also reach out to the cast, T.O. Big Show, Lord Fawn, Motorsports Mofo, Sturzy, Big Mikey, Astra Moon, and Sassy K. Thank you for your support and remember, always go deep. All right, folks, welcome back to GDP. Go deep the podcast. I'm John Nothing Doe. And before I introduce our wonderful guest of the day, or our personalities rather, just want to give you guys a friendly reminder teespring.com. We have shirts, we have yoga pants. I know Mofo loves to wear those with uh, Alan Smithy. Don't ask me why, it's none of my damn business. There's also the face mask. It's COVID. Nobody wants your vapors on their face. Maybe keep some distance. Even if it isn't COVID, nobody wants you right in their face anyways. Take that as a hint. This is a great thing that's happened. You can find all those uh, links in the podbeam.com account or GDP, go deep the podcast.podbeam.com. And you can look in the remarks of all of our former podcasts and you can see that you can connect to our store. And beyond that, you can connect to all the personalities and myself on Instagram and on Facebook, Twitter, or sometimes on TikTok, whatever whatever your preference is, reach out, like, comment, send a mofo nasty message. He loves that stuff. But before I introduce the cast, I'm just going to give you guys a quick heads up. I was on a show recently on Out of the Blank. It's a podcast. We talked about a whole bunch of random stuff. Anybody that knows anything about see-through trunks will enjoy this uh, particular podcast that I was on. So look it up on Google, Out of the Blank Podcast. And now on to today's show, we have Astro Moon. How are you? I am good as always. How are you? Wonderful. Um, I'll be even better once we get this bad boy rolling with our other personality, Mofo. I would say motorsports Mofo, but the only thing you've been doing with your mouth is just running it. So we're just going to call you Mofo today. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't expect anything else in 2021 out of you, John. And uh, I'm as always happy to be here. Excellent. And uh, thank you, everyone, for uh, listening and the continued support. Exactly. I appreciate that, too. Hashtag Donna. Donna. Oh, oh fuck. <laughs> home with a, a homemade dart She's and beer bro. She's around, eh? Yeah. Oh, man, I feel bad. She's probably, like, fucking disconnected her Twitter account. She's never, never, never going to call Never gonna call him again. No, she just won't call you again. She'll call me again. She just won't call you. <laughs> Plan A, motherfucker. Balls oh, bigger geez. than brains. So, okay, it's been a while since we talked uh, NASCAR. Obviously, the season ended. Now it's restarted, and we got a lot of stuff going down the pipe. We're about two, three weeks behind. Can you give us a quick synopsis of what we've missed? Yeah, so, uh, I mean, there's been some good racing. I know, though, that the Daytona 500 that took place there on February 14th, uh, Valentine's Day. Don't even talk to me about that one. I'm mad about that one because of my... Okay, hold on, hold on. So, I don't think everybody I mean, understands what was happening there. So you guys talked off air uh, a couple weeks ago, and you guys, and Asher Moon, if I remember this correctly, you made a prediction there for MoFo. Can you explain this to me? Yeah, so yeah. basic... Well, well, yeah, basically, the, the, the first part was, as I said to Asher Moon, I'm talking like two, three weeks before the Daytona 500, I said, listen, I need your input. I need, uh, throw, throw some Hail Marys at me. Like throw some, I didn't even say drivers, I just said numbers. Throw some numbers at me as to cars that I should be paying attention to. And I thought, you know, he's going to throw five or six numbers at me and uh, it's, it, it's going to mean nothing. Like it, and I, I don't know, but just, I thought this, this is, there's no way this is going to work again. Right. 
And so, so I, I admit I was wrong. So Astro Moon pulls some cards, and she comes back to me and says, I've got the number four, and I've got the number 22. So in NASCAR, we've got then Kevin Harvick, the four machine, and we've got 22 for Joey Logano. For anyone that watched the Daytona 500, I know that uh, we did suffer that heavy, heavy rain delay. And uh, obviously, I mean, it was a long, it was, the race didn't end until after midnight for those that did uh, go back and watch it then after the rain play finished. But to the point of Astro Moon's prediction, yes. um, going into turn four, and I say into turn four because Daytona, the, you, you, you come through the tri-oval before the start-finish line. So turn four, the race is by no means over. That's just when like things are about to get interesting um, with the draft and everything like that. So the last lap, Daytona 500, coming through turn four, Astro Moon's two cars that she picked. One is leading the damn race, and Harvick went, had one hell of a run. He had moved from like something like ninth up to, I think, fifth or fourth at one point before, uh, before the wreck. I, I literally could not believe that she was that close. Now, obviously, Logano got wrecked with Kozlowski and Michael McDowell and Harvick there. Like he, uh, you know, he, I believe he was caught up in it as well, as I recall. But I could not believe that she had picked two numbers and then they were right there at the end, last lap, everything. I mean, I could not have asked for more, more accuracy in that regard. So, Ashman. Uh, <laughs> I feel like there's a little bit of bitterness here with the the not winning on the the tarot reading. I'm bitter. I'm bitter. So maybe I predicted. Maybe instead of predicting who was going to win, I predicted who was going to crash. Maybe that's what it was. Well, which kid bang on, right? So the the thing to remember too, though, is just like the pick. I mean, you usually when you go to a track, you have your your favorites or who you think is going to. And at any other track other than, say, a Talladega, I, I could certainly side with Astro Moon and, and, and say, yes, you know, you, you could easily probably dial in. But a race like Daytona, restrictor plate racing, it, it's just hard because, I mean, so many people get caught up in someone else's wreck. So many people have nothing to do with it. They were, they were multiple positions back, but just because all of a sudden there's nowhere to go with the wall of, of cars that are wrecking, uh, you're, you're caught up in it. So I, I honestly have to say, given all the criteria that you were able to pick them right down the last lap. I mean, it might have been Lockett, but I'm starting to become more of a believer, especially after last season's predictions. You know, and for anyone that didn't listen, so last season, after Moon, I asked her about Kevin Harvick's uh, chances at the championship um, in the number four car, and, and Kevin had something like, I think, eight wins, as I recall, just behind Denny Hamlin. And I remember Astro Moon instantaneously said, I don't think this is going to go well for Kevin. And I remember thinking, like, okay, you clearly have no idea about racing. I don't care what these cards are saying because, you know, he's <laughs> He's like he's got the most wins in the season so far before Hamlin unseated him for that. Sure enough, uh, Harvick ended up getting caught up in a wreck there, ended up missing the, the cut lines to advance on to the round of four last season and compete for a championship. And I, I remember thinking, oh my God, maybe she's right. Maybe she's on to something. I, I definitely think if you have uh, if you get the opportunity to uh, to reach out to her on Instagram and, and have a chat with her and talk cards or follow her YouTube channel, definitely worth looking into. Um, I am, like I say, becoming more of a believer and I'm, you know, I am going to have some questions for going forward about maybe who I should be watching, but uh, that, that's basically the backstory. So hold on, hold on, that... hold on. Astro Moon, when you're shuffling these cards, I have to ask this. I don't think I've ever asked you before. What is going through your head? What is the thought process? Um, it depends on what I'm actually reading about, um, like what the question that's been asked to me about is, or like what 
like sometimes sometimes it, it doesn't it's not like sometimes when I'm reading for other people it's them shuffling the cards so it's not anything to do with me at all so like I I'm gonna qualify here right now that I know absolutely nothing about racing literally the only things I know about racing are the things that like Mofo and I have actually talked about that's yeah. it I have never watched a car race in my life and I have no intention of ever doing so either. <laughs> that hurts my feelings, by the way. They don't matter. Moving on. <laughs> I love you. It's just like, it's just not my bag, right? It's, like, it's not you, it's me. I get it. Yeah, you're probably, I feel like you've heard this before. You're never going to come and hang out in the vegetable garden section at the planting store with me and vice versa, right? So when it came to the, the car thing, like with the, the racing thing, I honestly, in my head, as I was shuffling, I just pictured race cars going around a racetrack. I just pictured that. And I pictured, like, who was going to win. Like, I just kind of, like, I just imagined a car winning. Like, I didn't actually see, like, color. Like, I didn't imagine colors or pictures or numbers or anything like that. And then what I did was I cut my deck into three cards, like, or into three piles, and I added up the number of each card. The number, usually what I do is I'll break it down to one number because that's how numerology goes, right? You break every number down until a digit from what or zero or sorry, one to nine, right? Yeah. But also have like their their power numbers. They're kind of more special numbers, the double digits, 11, 22, 33, 44, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? So that's why I said four or 22 because I didn't wasn't sure about breaking down because it's a special number on its own, right? Yeah. So that's kind of how I did it was I just kind of pulled cards and then added the numbers on the cards. And that's usually when people ask me for time frames or numbers or things like that. That's how I'll do it. Okay, so Mofo, can you paint the picture of what's coming up in the next race? And then maybe, maybe, just maybe, my balls are not bigger than my brains. We can have Asher Moon do a reading for the upcoming race or season, whichever you guys decide. Well, I mean, I'll leave it with Astra as to how she wants to do it, though. Um, I know, though, that so as we are recording, we are going into we're going to be in Homestead uh, weekend. I'm curious to hear who you would predict. All right. Well, I'll do it again. I'm going to shuffle. So you might hear my cards shuffling, but don't worry. It's not serious shuffling. Not like earlier you were throwing it against the table, no, right? There's no aggressive uh, shuffling, no oh, vigorous. I, I, I off, if, I, if I had to bet, I would say that I'm going to be, I think a lot of people are going to be looking for Kyle Larson. Um, I say that because Larson, coming from dirt track, anyone that knows, and now that he is back in NASCAR after his suspension, he runs a lot of dirt track stuff uh, when he's not racing NASCAR. And so I, I suspect that he, I would have to bet him in the five machine. Uh, typically runs the high line, so I'm going to be looking at someone like him, uh, maybe a Kevin Harvick. I'm curious to hear what, what Astra's cards are going to show me, and I will likely bet that way versus betting with my own head. Well, I just got a really, I just got a really crazy vision when you were talking, and I say vision, but like I don't like see things. It's weird. It's kind of like you know how you see Master Head. It's kind of okay. like that, right? It's kind of pop in my head sometimes. So I saw the front end of a car that's bright red, and a person wearing like a black like turtleneck jacket, like so, like Lightning all McQueen. the way to the chin. Yeah, okay. like that kind of red. Yeah. <laughs> The first, what I, I saw that when you were talking about the first guy, number five. Okay. Okay. Is that what color the car is? Uh, he's running a a black car this season, predominantly black, small uh, National Guard uh, riding on it, as I recall. And that's not what I saw. All right, I'm still shuffling. Hold on, I'll wait until I have to wait until the vibes tell me to stop shuffling. Right. So. All right, I'm good here. Okay, so let's see. Drum roll, please. Brrr. 
And just to be clear, like I say, as we are actively recording, the race is mere hours away. Keep this in mind, everyone, as you do uh, when this is released and you get to listen as to this was uh, made hours before the race did start. So we're going to uh, we're going to see what Astro Moon has here for us. Who's number one? Is there a number one or a number 10? There's a number 10, Eric Almarola for uh, Stuart Haas Racing. I was going to say I'm number one. I think that's he's, he's yeah. going to have a bad time, number 10. And here I was getting ready to make a joke about John, but you come up with a serious thing like that. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, it's not going to go good for him, I don't think. Okay. What? You want to ask me some? Ask me about, this, ask me about a specific person because it's getting. There's too many people. It's jumbled up. So ask me about a specific person. Well, I mean, I'm I'm curious to see how Kyle Larson's going to do because I feel that he is a favorite at this track. So I'd, I'd like to see how Kyle Larson is going to do and my boy Ryan Blaney. Okay, so we'll go with those two. Let's do Kyle Larson first. In a black car and it's number five, right? Correct. The suspense is killing me. I think you'll probably do all right. Maybe not the win- maybe not the loser. I don't think number one. Like I don't think the winner winner. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I think he'll have a good race. I just don't think he's gonna win. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah, there's like there's no terrible negativity. Like the last the last one for the one that came up number ten, there was like the tower and like the ten of swords and like those are really shitty cards. Those are not cards you wanna see in like a, an am I gonna win race reading, right? But this is all like kind of like like satisfied cards, right? No, there's nothing like no big celebrations standing out. There's no big losses standing out. Everything kind of is just good, right? Well, so, well, Larson starts 17th, so I mean, I suppose anything you know coming from 17th forward is is a successful day. So I can see the card being a bit uh, vague. I know my ride, my. Uh, driver ryan blaney there he'll be starting 14th what are we seeing for him in the 12 car what color is his car ah what color is he running today i have to check the paint no, you're not team. even a fan you're like a part-timer you should know his color <laughs> what's wrong with you plan a motherfucker you should know his color for anyone that doesn't know i have spent the last weeks of my life in a bathroom renovation. Those fumes must be getting to uh, I believe he's running his Menards paint scheme today. I could be wrong, but I believe he's running the Menard, which is like a black and uh, vibrant yellow, like a yellow Sharpie uh, marker. Like your underwear. Yeah, well, now I can tell you've been peeping in the window. Thank you, John. I'm sure the back what is brown now. A, bl- a red car and a blue car keeps popping in. That's kind of like the front. Like, the, the part where the headlights are? Like, that's how much I don't know anything about this. Like, the front part where the headlights are is red and blue. Like, that, you know what I mean? So, all right, Ryan, Ryan. Yeah, he's going to have a good day. Okay. I'll, I mean, I'll take it. I'm definitely... Not the best day, but again, a good day. Did he have something really bad happen recently? Like, a, like a, a big loss or something or a crash or something? Um. Well, like, he... I think he's he's been all right, but he has had some trials and tribulations coming through the last two races. Uh, he Like, Daytona there, he was uh, caught up in some stuff. I know he did make it through one of the wrecks, but, I mean, a lot of, like, it, it, generally speaking, I think a lot of the... Uh, that that could be a vague argument. The one thing I will say, though, is when you're talking about the, the front end of a red car, I keep thinking, as a lot of fans, I think would be, would be thinking is uh, Bubba Wallace. So he's with the 23XI or 2311 team, as I call it. Some people call 23XI. But so Bubba's, the front of Bubba Wallace's car is, is red and white. And it's predominantly red in the, the hood and the front bumper and then a bit of white in the mix there. But his fire suit is red and white. And I know Bubba, a lot of people are cheering for him now that he's uh, racing under the, the, for Michael Jordan and uh, Denny Hamlin. So maybe it's his weekend. He's in the 23 car. Do we have anything on that? I'm shuffling right now. Every day shuffling. So angry, too, with that shuffling. I almost feel the pain. If Hulk was a tarot reader, he would be Astro Moon. 
<laughs> you got the tower. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, I can see that he's really in celebration town right now, but I don't know. It's tricky, guys. Here, let me. I'm gonna just try to pull numbers and see what happens. Nothing is coming up when I throw cards down. I don't know. I Everything they're... is coming up is like they're all just gonna do okay. You know, like there's no big winner here. Is there a number that you can give it. us then? That is the blue. And not yeah, the same numbers try. you gave us for right. Lotto Max, because I'm still upset about. Yeah, because I, I never did win that 70 million. Right. And I'm pretty bitter about it. Yeah. Plan here a. I am, still in my crappy little apartment doing the podcast and not on my freaking yacht in the Caribbean. So right? clearly no million dollars here. Got to focus on plan A. Stop shuffling plan those cards a. so hard. The spirits get angry at you. <laughs> Can you hear me shuffling them? Yeah, a little bit. Angry. Aggressive. It's not angry at all. It's Super so like, while while Astra's shuffling, I just also, if we can, John, for a second, um, yep. while Astra's shuffling, I just wanted to just discuss for a second the women of racing. There was a lot of there, there was a lot of anticipation regarding um, Haley Deegan coming into the you know into the top three series now. So anyone that it was not aware, so Haley Deegan um, is now going to be attending sensitivity training um, as required by NASCAR. What'd she do? Um, so she dropped the R word. So R word? What, what, what well, is she, the R she word? was in an iRacing series event. Oh, like, that's not nice. Much like Kyle Larson does was. This, does, and... it, does it start with a re and add, end with a tard? I'm just curious. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not funny. It, I mean, it's funny that someone at that level would say it. Yeah. Well, Anyways, moving the, on. Th- the thing is, is, you know what, though? The thing is, I, I, like, I'm not, I, I get it. I get where... NASCAR has to come from as a sanctioning body and say that, you know, this is not acceptable. I do get it. I'm not about to lambaste the girl. She's 19, and I know damn well that there's worse off things I said when I was at her age. Definitely. And I think we've all, you know, been, in my case, like you're out working in the garage and you hit your hammer against your finger and you've said all sorts of colorful and choice words. So. Mm. My favorite words. (laughs) (laughs) So either way, you know, I think it only adds, it it adds to the interest, you know, because I know a lot of people did mention that, you know, Haley Dean is is expected to be quite the aggressive driver there on track. And uh, I think it just adds to the thing, almost dare I say, like a female version of Kyle Busch. So sensitivity training at the age of 19 is beautiful because really you're just becoming an adult. So it's easy to tease you, teach you these uh, life skills, if you will. Yeah. And I mean, again, I think there's a lot of people that have probably said the same word, whether it's good or bad, like, or yeah. for a good or a bad reason why that caused them to say it. She was frustrated in an racing event. She said it. It is what it is. Moving on, right? But um, she she finished 28th in the Daytona Road Course, uh, and she like, she finished running. So that's great. She's getting to log some laps, and I think that's really good for her. And uh, a lot of it is just she's in the truck series, just trying to get seat time is the biggest thing. Yeah. Um, and I say that in the sense of like you think from driving one car to another race car, or in this case, a, a truck race truck to a uh, race truck. They all have different handling characteristics and such. She did get wrecked out, I think in lap 80 or 81 there at Daytona in the 500. So to be able to do the road course and obviously at the road course, there's going to be a lot more up and down shifting uh, on and off the brakes more than you would be, say, when you're running the, the super speedway side of Daytona. So 
good to uh, just good to see her see her running like finishing running. I I do suspect that we are going to see more and better things out of her as the season progresses, or I hope it, it, it'll be good. Like it'll be, I think it's good for the sport to have more females coming in. And I think from a fan base, I think it also shows that. Um, for other young girls out there that hey like you you can do this too like she's only 19 and say you're a six or a seven year old girl hey you know 10 to 12 years from now you could be you know moved up enough that you could be getting ready to do exactly like Haley's doing so good for her very happy to uh to see that uh you know she she's uh, moving along and progressing shouts out to uh, ben rhodes in the uh, 99 toyota for taking that win there on the road course really uh you know pleased for ben also there I, i'm sure Astor's probably ready to go so i can cut back to her but then i do want to make sure that we come back and uh discuss a few more females uh i'll, I'll just say like i do want to discuss natalie decker so after we get the reading from Astor, i do we will make sure that we discuss natalie decker and her uh, how she's doing too Nice. Well, I've heard the uh, the shuffling isn't so rough anymore. It's more like a at a medium pace. It's nice and slow and it's quiet. So <laughs> let's see what Asher Moon has to say about her readings. Yeah, I've just been sitting here chilling, taking in all of the information here about all these drivers and racing stuff and everything. But you're going to laugh, Mofo. You're going to laugh because guess what number I came up with again? <laughs> <laughs> what number? Number four. I am always so, listening. Number four is the number that has come up again. And this time, I think it makes a little bit more sense because in the I, I've got three cards that I pulled. So I've got the five of cups, the sun, and the seven of swords. So the five of cups is a card about losing stuff, which would make sense if he crashed out when he was in the winning like spot, you know, in the last race or whatever. Like it, that's a card about like having like established something and losing what you've established and not being able to like being so upset that you can't really see the next step. That kind of makes sense if he had such a shitty race the last time where he was in the lead and he crashed. Like, that would kind of make sense, right? With the card in the present being the sun, like, that's just all good news that I think that, you know, that's a winning card for sure, right? The Seven of Swords is a little bit tricky. Uh, The Seven of Swords is kind of a card about being tricky, actually. So I don't know if maybe, like, I don't know how racing works. Can you do tricky things in cars to, you know, win or to like press the make gas other pedal? People lose? Oh, <laughs> there, there, there's all sorts of gamesmanship, obviously, um, in terms of. We, we saw that, you know, there, for those that have watched long enough, I mean, back in 2013, Clint uh, Boyer took a spin, what a lot of fans deemed to be an intentional spin, helping then advance his then-teammate Martin Truex Jr. into the, the championship chase. Uh, there's other drivers that have all of a sudden had phantom issues pop up, or all of a sudden there's debris on the racetrack that wasn't there before. I mean, there's always there's always trickery or, you know, it's just a matter if you're caught. It's the big thing, right? So who knows? I guess we have to see. Like I say, maybe there's, there, maybe there's like cars and movie stuff going on. Because remember there was that one car who was like really, really mean to Lightning McQueen and he was always trying to like screw with him and stuff. Maybe there's some of that trickery going on. I know that's the only car reference that I have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Dick's, uh, yeah, right? Disney Pixar loves movies. you for this. <laughs> It's definitely, it has been a little bit there since I uh, actually watched the uh, Lightning McQueen uh, series. I know my son there, he uh, loves it, but I will have to watch it. Well, I'm obviously behind the eight ball now. (laughs) And uh, the legal one. Yeah, my son is is way too old for Lightning McQueen now. Never too old for Lightning McQueen. Never too old for Lightning McQueen. Ever. (laughs) Well, I don't know. You probably have to ask him. He'd probably say he was too old. Probably just won't admit it. Probably. I'm going to go with number four again for today. 
Okay. So what's Over your prediction for number four? <laughs> number four is winning today? Yep, that's my down. number that's come up. Now, this one was obviously a today-generated reading for today's race, or this yeah, weekend's race, rather. Yeah. Okay. Now, before we get into other females of racing, did you want to do one for the season? Maybe see what numbers pop up for what you think are like maybe like, I don't know, the top three numbers that are coming up for maybe the season? All right, let's, let's see what we got Just for here. shits and giggles. Let's see what we got. I know uh, MoFo how, loves how, the shits and giggles. How high numbers go? Like, are they like 179 cards? No, 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 no. 99. 99 is the highest numbers. All right. So I'm just going to have to follow my vibes then about whether I add the numbers together or not to like, or break the numbers down. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't even know if I could get 99 because I always use three cards to do this. My vibes is three cards. That's just kind of how I've always done it. So. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Now I got to think about the racetrack for a second. So you guys chat for a minute while I do my psychic thing here. So let's talk we about that are... other woman of wrestling. Uh, ra- I was going to say wrestling. No, the woman of uh, racing that you wanted to talk about. <laughs> she, she, she might out-wrestle you too there, John. But... Oh, yeah? I'm, I, anybody could out-wrestle me. It's not a problem. No. <laughs> Unless it's something you. We've, something we've known all along. Uh, the only thing you're good at is laying on your back. But please, tell us what's going on with uh, the, the latest female you wanted to uh, include. Yeah, so I, I think we have talked about her briefly in the past, Natalie Decker. So she's a Wisconsin native, which is pretty cool. And I say that because you, you seem, or in my experience from, from watching where some of the, a lot of the drivers come from, you know, you've, you've got a lot from now, especially in the California area, um, Georgia, like anywhere in the South, you know, and then into the Carolinas typically. So to see a girl um, coming from Wisconsin that is, is big into the racing, that's really, really cool. And I, I think it shows, again, the diversity out there of the sport. And uh, so Natalie Decker, uh, and I'm sure we have have mentioned her before, but she's 23 years old if you're if you are new to the sport and had not uh, heard of her. Yeah, so she's, she's done a slew of truck races over I think two or three seasons now she spent some time in the ARCA series so she's really like she's really making a good name for herself um, she's really good to the fans on social media and uh, nice. you know I, I do follow her on Instagram and uh, so Mofo, she, let me ask yeah. you something how do you feel about the people you like in racing how do you feel about their interactions on uh, Instagram or any other form of social media is there any of them that have just kind of upset you or most of them follow like protocol and not do anything out of the woodwork no most 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 of them are pretty good on like their Instagram. I mean, the thing is, though, is it's like so much of it, John, is like so much of the racing is also the business. Like the the on track, dare I say, is only like say thirty percent of the of them as the driver. And, and I'm now I don't I've never been in that situation. I'm just calling it from how I see it as a fan. And what I say about thirty percent is on track is that because if you mess up off track and you piss off the sponsor or do something that's detrimental to you as a driver or a brand, if you will, you know, that, that could be career ending, right? So I think a lot of the guys and girls try to keep their, their Instagram and their various social media platforms. They try to keep them pretty clean, but I mean, you know, like some, some show a little bit more of their personal side. Like if you're ever following Bubba Wallace 
or Ryan Blaney, uh, they'll show, you know, pictures of them with the family or out doing stuff with friends, you know, or, or same with Natalie Decker. Like hers, hers will show like a lot of just, you know, her personal side and then stuff of her at the track. Um, but then there's others that it's all business. It's only stuff of them at the racetrack. Dare I say what I say, or deem like scripted shots or, or, you know, very censored photos so that not to, to you know, Give and, I mean, that, and that's fine. Like, you know, we, we as the fan, like we are there as a fan and really at the end of the day, the drivers don't really owe us anything. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. they have a job to do just like you and I and everyone else has a job to do in day-to-day life and you're in that work mindset. And so I, I accept that. But no, I, it certainly, I think, means a lot to fans when they feel that their driver that they support is personable and that, you know, someone you can scoop. say hello to and that they will say hello back or an autograph at the track or a, a wave or something i think a lot of fans take quite a bit away from that yeah so i think it's important the one thing i've noticed about natalie is she's very good like on her social media um seems to get back to people always giving updates on you know future upcoming events that she'll be participating in and i think a lot of people value that and appreciate it so she had her first start though in the in an xfinity car the number 23 ford so she's racing for rss racing and uh room brothers racing that's pretty cool. And she's got five starts now planned thus far as of today for the, the, the 2021 season. So she's already done one. That was the Daytona road course. She had some issues, you know, ended up uh, not being able to really be competitive in her finish. But, you know, then uh, coming forward there, we, we've got Talladega. And that's going to be up on April 23rd or 24th. I'd have to check the calendar. But she, that's she's the one with Will Ferrell, right? <laughs> <laughs> You know I hate that movie. I know, that's why I said it. (laughs) Well, I'm going to be cheering for Natalie at Talladega because Talladega, for anyone that doesn't know, is a restrictor plate race and things get interesting and you could have, that could be your first cup race or could be your last cup race and you can still have the opportunity to pull off the the, the big w so shouts out uh for anyone that uh might be interested in watching their first ever race a talladega race is always going to be interesting but she's going to be doing talladega um we've got her then also for nashville super speedway and that's uh, june 12th road america uh, that one's uh, newly added to the schedule, so that'll be July the 3rd. be pretty cool to see how she does there, going back to uh, the road course. And then, um, God, I mean, if the border's open, I, I might definitely consider this uh, Martinsville Speedway, October 30th, just in time for Halloween. Oh, wow. And uh, for anyone that is not familiar with Martinsville, we have talked about this on the podcast yep. uh, long than before. But the paperclip, I think anyone that... Uh, gets the opportunity to go with is not disappointed you're hunkered right down in the valley right there in the heart of virginia just a beautiful little small town and uh not far actually from the wood brothers uh, racing uh, shop but if you're there uh make sure you give natalie a wave and a cheer and i think she's gonna be really fun to watch on the short track because it's uh, a sink or swim style of track there's no room to hide shortest track on the circuit no room to hide and you're gonna to have to put the elbows out and i think uh that natalie is uh it's gonna be quite a lesson quite an education but i i do think that she'll hold her own and uh you know i'm, I'm very much looking forward to seeing how much she runs well talking about but, elbows uh, um i feel like ashley moon's giving me an elbow right now to let me know that she wants to uh give you this reading because i don't hear those uh those cards I could almost anymore. feel the whole like burning like yeah. you know like as she was like shuffling so vigorously there like I, I was almost feel the anger hostility let's, let's I, listen to John's psychic inspiration you were right I was <laughs> <laughs> I'm a clairvoyant uh, for sure <laughs> seriously 
see. John so something, I, somewhere in between, in between uh, syphilis and shit. But anyway. I don't know nothing. Three numbers that I, I, I did like a bunch of times there because I wanted to see if the same numbers kept coming up, and they did. Mm-hmm. So I've got four, five, and is there a 21? Yes. Fan favorite, Matt DiBenedetto in the Wood Brothers Racing Machine. Now, Matt, I mean, oh, God, if, if Matt, and I, I say if, I don't mean that, like, Matt has been close for a number of times uh, for the, the big W, and I personally think that he is underrated driver, not by the fans, but by team owners. So if Matt could pull off a win, I think that would be huge. The yeah, the, my- five, the five car of Larson, I mean, it, who, how do you bet against Larson going to Homestead? That's just straight up Aussie and of course I would put Kevin Harvick in my top three any any race weekend but at a race like Homestead or Phoenix I would put Harvick up there yeah I you know it's funny because I kept I got different numbers to break down to the four and the five okay I'm like I'm comfortable with them being four and five but two times I pulled the same cards to get 21 because I've been writing down the cards. So okay. two pulled the same 21. So Black that's kind of, sorry. you know, I, uh, I, I think that 21 is the number. It could be three. I could add it, but my vibe is 21. So I, so number three, would you'd be going over to Austin Dillon. I feel like if I had to bet, I'd put my money more on Matt to Benedetto. Man, you match my vibes too. There you go. Well, I mean, like I say, well, it remains to be seen. And on the next time I get uh, get on here, we will discuss the uh, the results and how, how these went over. But this is um, exciting. I, I, I'm, I'm honestly, after Daytona, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a little more on your side. I will say that. Please don't bet any money because of me, guys. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be living anyway. in apartments too. <laughs> after, 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 can I borrow 50 bucks? I don't know. <laughs> I, I just need to borrow 50 bucks, Astra. I, I swear I'll get it back to you after this bet. I got a good feeling on this one. <laughs> yeah, disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. This, this, these readings are for entertainment purposes only. Moon is here, not a psychic, and is not giving any advice on how to spend your money. Yeah, but just, I, but I've, got a, I've got a horse in the third and a horse in the seventh. I, I've got good vibes about them. Yeah, the, the spirit guys don't give a fuck about your lottery numbers, just putting it out there. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we all know because we take in dollars. Yeah, you ask your spirit guides, like, uh, you're not supposed to win in life. You're supposed to suffer. That's what's going to make you good. Moving on to the next person that actually needs the fucking money. Before we close out, just want to say shout out to Christopher Bell. Good to see him and Adam Stevens getting their first uh, cup win in the uh, cup series there at the Daytona Road Course. That was really, uh, really cool. Michael McDowell taking the W for his first ever win, Daytona 500. I know there was a lot of people that uh, were saying, oh, you know, it should have been Brad. should have been restrictor plate racing, folks. McDowell was doing exactly what he was supposed to be doing, as far as I'm concerned, going into turn four, and that's pushing. He should be locked to the bumper and pushing. And as far as I'm concerned, Logano dropped down too late. So uh, I know uh, a number of people have been reaching out to me on Instagram, you know, saying, what are my thoughts on that? There you go. I know uh, I talked to our buddy Patrick down Florida and he was telling me there the, the fan consensus at the track was that uh, that should have been Brad's race. I know he was miffed because he was also there for the uh, road course race and he was some pissed he said because uh, he felt that uh, Chase uh, should have had that uh, road course race and um, I know like when I was watching on the TV they said about the, the rain that uh, and that's why NASCAR threw the yellow. Uh, Patrick did message me though and said hey uh, you know man it was only raining like drizzle a little bit in turn one. So after talking to him a little bit online I, I do tend to 
think that maybe NASCAR should have probably left it to uh, the teams to decide whether they wanted to put on rain tires or not. They definitely with, with don't that. listen to your maintenance podcast because they would put on whatever tires you suggest to them otherwise. Well, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, though, like, you have to understand, too, is traditionally anyone that hasn't watched NASCAR before, usually when it rains, they stop because the cars are on full slicks. In this case, now that they're running some more road courses, they're adapting to having a rain tire ready to go. And as far as I'm concerned, they should have just let the teams decide whether they wanted that rain tire on or not. And you see that a lot in endurance racing, a lot in Formula One, where the teams dictate what tire they are going to run, given the, the you know, what the, the weather elements and things like that are for. So just wanted to give my some feedback on those two races. Um, Excellent. I think, though, NASCAR is definitely hitting something going with, um, they've now got seven road courses for this season. So I think that's important. It's going to add a little bit more of a diverse, hopefully, and base and I think it makes it more interesting for drivers and it, it's going to definitely up the grudges you're going to get guys that are going to get dumped or, or wrecked if you will dive bombing each other or going hard into the you know a corner and taking someone out just for the win as wins are going to advance you onto the chase and uh, but I think it's great and it, it's going to drive passion and drive frustration and, and for anyone that got to watch the last lap of Daytona um, seeing Brad Kozlowski step out of his car and just like I say I was thousands of miles away but watching the passion and what just the frustration I could feel it and I think that's what NASCAR really needs to get is you need to see your guys fired up and, and showing some passion versus you know just getting out of the car with a oh well get them next week mentality I want to see some really you know I want to see passion I want to see adrenaline those so sort of things but uh, what you're explaining is you want to see your race car drivers your favorite drivers drive their cars the same way that Asher Moon shuffles her cards with that kind of I passion want, I, intensity. I, I want it like when Asher Moon is shuffling cards it's like you can damn near see like the, the cards are about to like spontaneously combust and I want to see that <laughs> on the racetrack I'm thinking more like Gambit of uh, X-Men you know like when she lights it up she's like oh I got your prediction mon cher eh? and you throw it and it fucking blows up in their face <laughs> I, I just we, we just to be clear, we don't want to, we don't want to scare people away from talking to Astro Moon, though. No, 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 no. I don't know where these guys are coming with this violent stuff. I can hear the angry tone in your voice right now, so let's just she calm hold. down. Deep breath. <laughs> oh, wow. Astro Moon. haven't come yet. Oh, guys, I love it. Asher Moon, before we uh, cap off this bad boy, is there anything you wanted to share with us quickly? I know that you've been really busy, but I feel like you want to do another YouTube video. Maybe you'll have a couple TikToks in the next couple months. I do, I do. So this is the deal, guys. I actually own a real business, too. And my real business has been very, 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 very busy, which I can't complain about in these crazy times. I really, really can't complain about that. But I also miss my bed. So much like I had like that's why there's no YouTube there's no TikTok because there is no sleeping here uh -huh. happening right so this I'm actually coming we're coming up on the deadline for this big 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 thing we're doing this week so I'm hoping that I'm gonna take probably three and a half days to just sleep and eat burgers and watch documentaries in my bed Delicious. and then you know I, I I need some not burnout time right I need to just kind of chill for a couple of days but then yeah I plan on kind of getting back into the swing of my my putting up videos thing. Excellent. Within the next couple of weeks. And I'm still, even though I really don't have time, I am still squeezing people in for readings over Zoom or Google Meet. Or, yes, I was going to say, your email. What's you your know, email again for these lovely people that can, have followed you, us so long? You can email.
email me, Astromoon Tarot, A-S-T-R-A-M-O-O-N-T-A-R-O-T at gmail.com, Astromoon Tarot. Or you can Twitter me at Astro Tarot, or you can, you know, look up any Astromoon Tarot. You'll find me. That's where I'm at. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm all over the place. So you just send me a little message, and we'll get you a reading set up, and we'll find out who loves you and when you're going to get all your monies and when you're going to get your big, beautiful house and all that good stuff. And when you email her, she'll tell you she expected you to come. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mofo, once again, thank you for being on the show and giving us your heads up of what's coming up down the pipe. Yeah, thank you. As always, a pleasure. Thank you for having me. And uh, hopefully hopefully these uh, predictions of Asterix come through because I, I just mortgaged the whole house and I put everything on red and uh, we're, we're going with it. So uh, I appreciate so if anybody it. So if anybody has a cardboard box. I guess you're coming box, to live at my house then. <laughs> You know, the size of a refrigerator box, uh, just call Mofo. He'll definitely need it. Oh, absolutely. But no, with all sincerity, thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, always appreciate the support. Thank you for uh, those that reached out and uh, are always uh, firing questions and uh, anything cars and racing related. It's uh, definitely uh, awesome. Love it. Uh, and for anyone wondering, yes, I am going to be hopefully doing something talking about the uh, the new stuff that we are going to be trying in this next upcoming uh, racing season on the drag strip. What we're going to be doing there with the the Black Widow program, uh, trying to get the uh, the S10 maybe touching the uh, the high high nines. Uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll, a lot going on, and uh, you know, just waiting for some of this snow to melt and get some stuff out and uh, make some changes. But uh, again, thank you for listening. Thank you for the continued support. And for anyone looking to send uh, John. Doe donations for hair follicles. We'll have his email posted at the uh, bottom with the link. Well, I don't know where I'm going to put those hair follicles because uh, I shaved the top of my head. If you want it for my nuts, I guess I can put them there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, on that note, Asher Moon, thank you once again for joining us and humoring us with your tarot card readings. Thank you very much. And again, thank you everyone for listening as well. I, it means the world that you guys want to hear me. Exactly. And you know what, folks? Once again, you can see me uh, do a podcast with Robbie from Out of the Blank or what? Yeah, Out of the Blank podcast. And you can Google him and you can hear us on that episode. It was a real fun time. From all of us here at Go Deep, remember always go deep. Go Deep. Welcome back to GDP Go Deep, the podcast. You can find us on most forms of social media Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can also reach out to the cast T.O. Big Show. Lord Fawn, Motorsports Mofo, Sturzy, Big Mikey, Astra Moon, and Sassy K. Thank you for your support and remember always go deep.